world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Ah, uh, uh, folks, welcome once again to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Hi, Bob. Hi, Zip. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi, Ed Kelly. The world hey, is hey, empty. Hey. <laughs> Stand by for news. <laughs> news. The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. All right. You know, I was going to say, I've noticed that that jingle, the tone of that jingle has angst in it. It's an anxious sounding jingle, which is appropriate for the times that we are going through. <laughs> These unprecedented, uncertain yes. times. Again with unprecedented. Oh, it's funny you should say that because Ben, who did the jingle, uh, when I first heard it, I thought, it's kind of dirgy. I told him to go ahead and make it rock. But, you know, given how much we're not paying him. <laughs> That's the angst. And I, and, I, and, I, and I said, it's really cool. And I said, I, I, I'm going to have to get used to it. Well, what happened is it got so catchy that mm-hmm. I walk around all day <laughs> and I hear it in my head. Yeah. And um, so finally he said, well, what'd you think of the jiggle? I said, I thought it was really good. It's very hard rock. I said, I'd love to hear a version you know, with some horns in it. I'd love to gussy it up. Mm-hmm. How much you got this time, Rivers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you this because he's doing that. Oh, my. And there are there are fresh versions of it. I mean, I sure wish we had a ton of money. Yeah. People back, in hell want ice water, Bob. Well, back in the day <laughs> when I wanted some production of music done for the big radio show, I would just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call up. up, snap yeah. your fingers, and it was done. <laughs> well, the, corp- the it, corporate coffers open. <laughs> it's part of the the life adjustment of being retired now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I used to have a staff. Mm-hmm. Now I have volunteers <laughs> and Patreons. By the way, I'm waiting for you guys to feel a little bit sorry for me, but I may be waiting a long time. <laughs> Ed, you should see Bob's maple syrup gift list this year. Yes, it goes on forever. <laughs> I'm Canadian and I don't get any. <laughs> well, I haven't sent you maple syrup. No. Black no, you sent me away with some, though. Oh, okay. Uh, but I haven't mailed it to you. Yeah. No, 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 no. I kind of owe you. I was going to order some. But I, don't don't I order it. I don't. I do like the jingle, though. It is. It's, it's cool. Kind of it's certain. cool. Well, wait till you hear the Huey Lewis and the News version that's coming next week. Oh, oh. I love that. It's going to be big. It's, he said, I made it R&B. I was like, yeah, can't wait. Do you feel like Huey was underrated? Like he, They always put him down as being like a bar singer or a bar band that got lucky. I, when I hear that stuff now, I, I see why this guy made it. That show, uh, that of all the shows I saw, and I show, saw a lot in the radio career, mm-hmm. people were on their feet the entire show and yeah. singing every hook. I mean, yeah. he was a master of 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 great pop R and B, great I entertainer. Yeah. It's it's funny you would say that because I've had the same thought about Huey Lewis. That in fact, there was an eye, there was a joke for a while. Mm-hmm. That when a band stopped having hits, they moved to Huey Lewis Island. Did you ever hear that? Joke? <laughs> oh, no, and, including Men Without Hits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and what it was was they said, "Well, as time had passed, and he hadn't had any new hits hits for a while." Uh, but I, I couldn't disagree more. I, I think, I, and so I got a chance to talk to him uh-huh. probably about seven or eight years ago. Really, and um, he was a really Wonderful person, wonderful person, uh, and and he, uh, you know, kind of like when I met um, who's the saxophone player who's known for the elevator music. Oh, Kenny, um, Kenny G, Kenny G, Kenny G. Yeah. yeah, we had Kenny G visit the station once, yeah. Yeah. and we had this like idea, and I was like, oh, he'll be offended if we suggest that, and and my producer was like, no, no, man, you gotta you gotta ask him. He's he's got a sense of humor. And, and Kenny G was from Seattle, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we said, hey, Kenny G, we'd like to do this thing with you and run a camera where you get on the elevator and every floor you open up, you're playing. <laughs> 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 the 
because you know people that's a great idea that's a cute idea elevator music and he was like that sounds like a blast let's do it love it and so at kenny g it was. It's like one of those things that uh, the Tonight Show uh, with what's his name yeah, does. Yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. Fallon, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Fallon, and and it was so cute, and it made me love the guy. Yeah. Well, Huey Lewis is the same. Uh, Huey joked about you know the heyday versus now, uh, but you get the sense, and musically, there was it, it, maybe he didn't last as long as some people, but. Mm-hmm. The Power of Love. Oh, great song. Is there a better anthem? It's so anthemic as to be just, just an earworm, really. And, of course, you remember the movie soundtrack that it, that it came out with. Uh, was it a Tom... Tom um, Back Cruise in Time, movie? where he also did Back in Time. Back, Back to the same time. Future. Back to the Future, that's right. Yeah. Right, yeah. this little movie. Yeah. Back to the Future. And he had a Boy. cameo. He had a cameo in it as a school teacher auditioning uh, Michael Fox's band and You're Too Loud, Turn Down yeah. or something. So Which anyway, is ironic because he, he's got that bad ear thing. I don't know. He, well, so tonight, he had tinnitus, right? Uh, uh, bad. In fact, yeah. I have a few Huey Lewis stories for you. Mm-hmm. This is about a year old, mm-hmm. and he's been in the news since. Huey Lewis admits. He considered uh, considered suicide. Oh my God! After his hearing loss diagnosis. Yeah, I can see that. He had uh, Meniere's disease. Never. It's heard of a it. weird thing, man. It's like having a, a white noise blast and oh, no, no pitch and Ugh. just crazy stuff. A singer's name. They have a really. handle on it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have something like that. Oh my gosh! I hope I, I, I would rather not have it have a name. no i have a white like i have tinnitus but it sometimes comes on real strong as a white noise Mm -hmm. and it blocks out stuff and one of the reasons i stopped playing with the band by the way no great loss to music (laughs) yeah it's not like darius rucker rucker left the band (laughs) but but tell me if this is this zip one of the reasons i stopped playing is that when the acoustics would get bad in a room all the notes would sound out of tune. Really? And I think that's what sharp. he said. That's Flatter what Huey said. Is that right? He just, and like, he just said he couldn't sing in pitch. He couldn't find anything. Find it, just, yeah. it was just oh. like a mishmash. That'd be like being me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, only hey. you're not. Like, if you suddenly develop laryngitis, <laughs> yes. I'd be hard. That'd be a, um, like a centipede with athlete's foot. For but for you to be tone deaf, they, they only, you know, what do you call a day that you're tone deaf? Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> real, another well, real I, quick story about Huey Lewis. Sure, and and sure. um, He single-handedly saved Tower of Power. Uh, they were had gone through the whole drug thing, and they had really kind of hit the skids. And How did he, he do that? He took, them out, he took the horn section out on tour with him on the, during his heyday. He's playing these giant arenas. And uh, Mimi Castillo, the guy that uh, ran Tower of Power, Uh said, yeah, we'll come out with you if you let us. And it happened in Worcester. He played in Worcester. He says, if you let the band, I'm going to bring the rest of the band with me. And after Mm -hmm. the show, if you'll promote us playing at a local club and you don't mind us going and playing a midnight show, we'll come on tour with you. So they'd go to all these big cities. He'd promote the fact that, hey, we're going to be jamming at, uh, you know, the bottom line. Come see us with Tower of Power. And wow. then, you know, it just and literally saved Tower of Power, which was By the extremely. Way, wow. I saw them at yep. Toad's Place. What a band. Oh, they are. That's oh, it. Blew me away. Yeah, that, yeah. And and you hipped me to Tower of Power, Zip, and then I oh. did go to see them. And just blown away. Yeah. Um, yeah. The real deal. Way. Yeah. Real so deal. Uh, here's the latest. So back, this is a year ago when he had this diagnosis. He wanted to commit suicide. He didn't, obviously. Uh, there's a story out. Uh, wow. Just today. Just came out. Wow. This, this is hot off the press on mentalfloss.com. <laughs> Love that. Huey Lewis is back. Did you know that? No. No. Wasn't aware of this. Let's I- see. Huey Lewis is back from the Ozone. Watch him team up with Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> in this clever parody of American Psycho. Oh, boy. 
Ooh, that's probably not good. <laughs> With Weird Al, how 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 bad can it be? Yeah, your nemesis, Weird Al. Bob's, nah, my role Bob's model. Antichrist. God bless him. Uh, Weird Al and I used to have very uncomfortable interviews. I would bet because you're kind of the same journeyman, right? Well, yeah. this, the story goes back to WAAF when I was working with Zip. Mm -hmm. And we were making some song parodies. Some of them got some real attention. And there was this guy who had just been signed to Scotty Brothers Records. I remember. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I remember. And I can try to remember what Scotty Brothers was. A, I think it was a CBS Offshoot. A spinoff or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and his name was Weird Al Yankovic, and he did a you know he did uh, "Eat It" to Michael Jackson's "Beat It," yeah, and he got permission from every artist he paid. He, <laughs> he did, own, yeah, he did. He yeah. only does it with permission. Which, by mm -hmm. the way, when you're doing a rapper, <laughs> it can be a lifesaver. It's good literally. so you don't get gunned down in the street. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. There's that because Weird Al, <laughs> he could never draw fast enough to save himself. Nah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I called the label uh -huh. and I said, hey, I'm a song parodist too. And uh, it, it, it taught me a very important lesson. Okay. Um, and I should have learned it from Jim Croce. You don't tug on Superman's cape. <laughs> <laughs> you don't piss into the wind. Into the wind. <laughs> you don't call Weird Al Yankovic's record company and say, hey, I'm better than he is. <laughs> <laughs> but even though it's true. Oh, well, uh, look, thank you it's for that. It's a different thing. A different Clearly, I, I owe you some maple yeah. syrup for that. But <laughs> well, You're in for a gallon now, man. No, but he was brilliant, yeah. and he made many millions of dollars. And, and he uh, fills arenas. Oh, and he had a number yeah. one album three or four years ago. And he's yeah, all over MTV. Yeah. And so uh, I said, well, I'm just going to do them for the radio show. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get permission because how can you rip on someone if you get permission? Technically, Weird Al Yankovic doesn't do parodies. Do you know what the definition of a parody is? Do well, I know it what has the definition? To do with satire does it not? It has to. Um, it has to somehow be necessary uh, that they, the original song is an inspiration for it. So when we did, like the song we played the other day, you guys probably didn't stay around at the end of the show. Maybe you did hear it. Yeah, you were here. Obama Christ Superstar? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, clearly, I need a Christ Superstar thing to make Obama bigger than Jesus. So that song right. has to be done. Justified. But if, you, um, if you're just doing Eat It to Beat right. It, mm-hmm. The song Beat It doesn't have anything to do with eating. You don't really need it. And you're also placing product in the store to compete with the original copy, and that's where you run into trouble. Yeah, except that Michael Jackson said, Oh, that sounds fine. No, that's fine. And I don't know how he paid off Michael Jackson. In Jesus' juice. <laughs> <laughs> but Propanol, I'll maybe? Syrup. I'll take my... <laughs> Propofil. <laughs> yeah, Propofil. Is that yeah, Propofol? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like to pretend I don't know what those drugs actually are. <laughs> you put up a good ruse, yeah. So, so anyway. Colonoscopy's best friend. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> when are you going to start the colonoscopy? We're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, that's how Jackson checked out. No kidding. And, oh, man. Uh, so anyway, back to uh, Huey Lewis. Huey. Mm -hmm. Just an all-around amazing performer. Uh, the Power of Love is one of the biggest number one songs of all time. Oh, it's it, it, everything about that production is just in the zone. It's so well produced. Mm -hmm. Huey Lewis turned down $5 million from Coca-Cola. To make it a jingle? You're kidding me. No. Oh, wow. They're talking about a guy that's committed to his craft. Wow. That's something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's big. And the same band cake. too. Mm -hmm. He stayed yeah. with his same band all those years. You know, he was. I think there was a couple of times when they did that, the uh, the Pete Best thing, where they said, "Well, you know, uh, we like the band, but do we want to bring a studio cat to play?" Nope, not going to do it. It's got to be my band. You know, which is. Know. is By the way, he has a new album. I'm just yeah, he, I'm just he reading does, about yeah. this online. Yeah, he's, uh, it's not a full one, I think. It was what he was EP. working on before he went south. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, let's see. How many My tunes? hearing fluctuates episodically, he says. 
the new mm. album, you're right. Is it's just a uh, uh, he sings one new song. The new song is called "Though I Ain't Getting Any Younger, I'm a Long Way From Done." How's the voice? I wonder. Hmm. Because you know, the reason I'm wondering is because with the you know this hockey puck that I have playing music for me that's tied to Bezos, uh, I asked for a song, and because the original performance isn't theirs, they they reperform their own songs. Except the original recording was there when they were 19, and now they're 79. <laughs> Yeah. So oh, they come it's not the same performance. So by the way, I always do this when I'm talking about a celebrity. Uh -huh. I look up their net worth. Ah. I want to see how like his hearing's gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who cares? Well, Can he afford he's had, he's Huey had Lewis had Island? Life. Yeah. <laughs> he did well. Um not as well. You know what? It's a little bit like looking at an old ball player before the money was really big. Uh-huh. Uh, -huh. uh 25 million. See, that's and really? that, in, in today's money, that you'd think he would be far, far more flush than that. Yeah. Yeah. Airplay alone. I mean, he still, sure. still gets a lot of airplay. I wonder if he, uh, I wonder if he sold the rights to the publishing or something. I wonder. Or not only that, but the Spotify, the number of zeros behind the decimal for Spotify royalties. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's disgusting. Oh, How, it is bad, isn't it? Guess yeah. the year of Power of Love. What year was that? Uh, 87. Close. 85. Back to the Future. Damn. Yeah. The song was created specifically for use in Back to the Future. Huh. Really? Yeah. Power of love, don't sleep. As was back in time. Back in time was also created for that, but it, it, it was a, a stiff too. by comparison. Yeah. He also acted in a few movies with Gwyneth Paltrow. He was in Paltrow. Hot for Hot for Cleveland or Hot. What was that show with the? Uh, uh, hot in Cleveland. Hot in Cleveland. You've got it. Yeah. Uh, the King of Queens. He King of Queens. I didn't see him yeah. in that. I, of course, I didn't care for that show a whole lot, but I watch it occasionally. He, last time I saw him, he'd aged pretty well. I mean, he was ruddy in, in the 80s, so. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured out why he didn't get that much money. Why? In 1983, he married a woman named Sidney Conroy, <laughs> who was the secretary of his manager. Oof. <laughs> I don't Somehow know. the That's manager got all the money. I, I, just a guess. Just oh, a guess. Man. Yeah, great, though. He has a place great in artist. Montana. That's his uh, getaway place. It's not an island, contrary to rumor. All right. Uh, back to, uh, hey, we, have, we are 20 minutes into the show, and we have not mentioned the T word. <laughs> the T word. Wow. You know, you know what know. T word I'm, I'm talking about. I, see I, had, I actually haven't watched the news today. Today I was so busy with other stuff, I didn't, hadn't uh, stayed on the Trump line to see that, what had happened. <laughs> I, Checked out, the, call it Trump line. For yeah. intro. Have you watched the news, Ed? Uh, I, today I've been auditioning uh, Sun Up, Sundown. Sorry. I, I caught a little bit of uh, MSNBC and a, and a tiny bit of CNN during my meal, and that was it. Huh? You don't watch a lot of Fox, do you? I do. I, not a lot, no, but I do watch some. I watch I just, it too. Yeah. It's like War of the Worlds. <laughs> and I have actually, you know, done some of the Fox people for advertising, yeah. stuff like that. There wasn't really much uh, news made today. The um, We're at the point where the polls and the models uh, predict... Oh, here's my wife. Lisa came here with a pumpkin. Speaking of models. Oh, she brought me a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> hi, honey. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hello. Hi. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy turn your clock back. Turn the clock That's back right. this weekend. All right. Snow, you, too. Bye. All right. Have you snow on the ground there, Robert? We're supposed to get four inches yeah. tonight. Yeah, so is she. A super early snowstorm. That is so sweet. Of Lisa just brought me a lit jack-o'-lantern so I'd be in the Halloween mood. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Where were we? Oh, so there wasn't really that much news today. The polls, there are two major uh, poll aggregators online. I'm sure you're familiar with these. One is called realclearpolitics.com, mm -hmm. and the other is called like 538 or something. 
There must be yeah. a story about why it's called that. Anyway, real clear politics is leans conservative. Mm-hmm. And the other one, they say, leans liberal. Uh, and and it seems about right. Uh, Real Clear Politics shows Biden with a, I think, a s- single digit, a, almost an eight percent lead nationally mm-hmm. and only three and a half points in swing states. And then the other one, 538, has it higher like nine or something and like five or six, five and a half or whatever. Uh, but both of them have acknowledged that the race didn't tighten near the end the way it did with Hillary Clinton. And also uh, that uh, Joe Biden has been very stable, whereas Clinton was up and down based on what FBI director Comey was doing and all kinds yeah. of stuff. And the other odd thing about the election is that in some states, more people have already voted ahead of time. Than are going live, yeah. And, and that's the case here in Vermont. And that's, is that pandemic related in, in Vermont, do you think, or no? Well, a couple of things happened in Vermont. Uh, one, the new Supreme Court, not the newest Supreme Court justice, but the one who's fond of keggers. I think you remember him. <laughs> <laughs> he made a mistake when he wrote his opinion denying uh, Michigan, uh, was it Wisconsin or Michigan, I can't remember, uh, that they could count ballots received after midnight on election day. He said mm-hmm. you can't change rules, and other states have changed rules, like Vermont have changed rules, and Vermont didn't change its rules. So they, they like, had to write to the Supreme, new Supreme Court justice and say, uh, excuse me, your no opinion president. had a factual error. You mean his ruling on a precedent that didn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Oops. Uh, However, (laughs) however, remember, the Supreme Court, first off, uh, Amy Comey Barrett did not weigh in on these three different state rulings regarding the election. I I don't know if you've read all of this, but which I thought was classy. She didn't. Um, You know, too soon. Give it a week. Yeah. But She's already got a lot uh, of she said that, and, and and accurately, that she hadn't had time to do all the research, so she was not going to. She didn't specifically recuse herself. She mm-hmm. just she just took a you know a personal day. Mm-hmm. Didn't I read uh, or heard today at some point that uh, Mike Bloomberg had pumped in a hundred million yes. into the yeah. campaign okay. coffers? He did. Okay. Yeah, right. I was. I didn't. I didn't suck on the MSNBC teat today, so I didn't get good <laughs> liberal stuff. Uh, I only get one nipple in there at a well, time. It's disgusting to me, by the way, because I I like to look at both sides, and it's disgusting yeah. to me. It really and and it's look. I know the fake news is more on the right but i get their argument that we're i can tell what i'm watching by how they are you know how how they are spinning it couching it yeah and by the way yeah. if i was running msnbc and fox was always this juggernaut i'd say let's own the liberals so it's just a business decision mm. but uh but it's annoying and my wife will put on fox she likes it by the way Mm. Oh, she likes being angry mm. and having someone to blame. That's why I, she married me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a window into your world right there. <laughs> oh, by the way, I believe that the jack-o'-lantern yeah. she brought in is bugged. So, I think it's I think yeah. it's got elderberry wax. That's yeah. what I think it's got. No, but I, I also like watching Fox because I want to know, like, there's the people that that watch that exclusively, if, if I could only watch that and not anything else, I'd be totally clucking like a chicken or whatever they told me oh, to yeah. do when they snapped their fingers. Yeah. Wow. So I, it's I like, get, the, like the ditto heads. I mean, yeah, you know, I they're, mean, they're, yeah, they're happy. I, I get it. I get it. People want a strong, they want to feel righteous about something without having to actually do any research. Yeah. And, uh, and it applies on the left as well. Very, Mm -hmm. very much. Agreed. Yeah. So, uh, where do I, I was, I got off track. That's all right. Okay. Let's back up. For the first time. (laughs) Well, (laughs) 
Uh, oh, the Supreme Court rulings. So, yes. so I agreed with the Supreme Court rulings because um, on Pennsylvania and I believe Florida, they said no, you can't. They wanted to tighten it up, mm-hmm. and they said no, you got to stick with what you already did. So they were consistent. Two rulings went in favor of uh, the left, and one ruling went in favor of the right. If you followed them all, and people been asking me, what do you expect to happen with the election? And, you know, I don't want to alarm people. If I was the captain of the Titanic, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't have said anything about the iceberg. You guys party on. Have a good time. (laughs) Don't play that nearer my God to me, too. Same thing with the coronavirus. I would say it's going to be gone in a week. We'll have wonderful Easter Sunday. I totally get that. But on the election... This is maybe wishful thinking, but I feel it's a lot like Y2K. Come and go and no big deal, right? Well, everyone's freaked out. Ah, it's going to be, for, ah, the world's going to come to an end. Banks are going to collapse. Uh, all the computers, the infrastructure, the whole deal. And people are saying that about this election. You know, Trump won't leave or, hey, for all I know, he could win. But... I think that when the uh, first off, there's not widespread fraud in our election mm, that we're aware of. Yeah, there really isn't. Uh, mm. And and I'm it, they tried. Who tried? The Russians and the Chinese. But that isn't fraud. That's advertising. As Americans, we should welcome their doll. <laughs> I see. This is another thing. I have a big problem. Yes. With us. And these narratives that we're supposed to first hate Russia and then hate China. I don't Look, hate. I just don't want them in, in our mix when it comes to election time. That's an American thing, said the Canadian. Yeah, I, I think it ought to. So I'm, I'm crazy, okay? Yeah, we know that. Well, that's well established. Move uh, on. <laughs> advertising. First off, if any other country thinks they can lie in ads better than the U.S., <laughs> put up or shut up. <laughs> but they're, they're taking them down, at least Facebook is yeah. pretending to take them down now. Yeah. I mean, look, doesn't the U.S. use its muscle and its might to influence, yeah. even starve populations with sanctions? Mm. And uh, I think Biden's going to ramp that back up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, we're the bullies of the world. Mm-hmm. We used we to, are. like... We used to say, like, we're the total peacekeepers, dude. Bullshit. Yeah. We can be in certain areas. We're deterrents, but boy, we can mix it. We can mess things up. If Rwanda had oil, none of that genocide would have happened. (laughs) That's for damn sure. That would have been front and center, boy. (laughs) No, we're very, look, we're capitalists. We're very self-interested. And if I I were other countries, you know, I'd want to hamstring us if I could. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I mean, I don't think that makes Putin evil. I, I do think poisoning people he doesn't like yeah. is kind of evil. That's a bit, <laughs> bit a little heavy handed. Yeah. Murdering them and killing them. I mean, I mean, here, could you imagine like, imagine some big criminal was in prison and about to squeal on everybody. There's no way they'd find him hanged in his cell and say it was a suicide. That would never happen in the United I'm States. I'm not sure they didn't pull him out of there alive. I, I saw him on the gurney when they when they yanked him out of there. And he looked, his pallor was way too colorful for a dead guy. Well, Maybe he just had a really good tan from, from all that southern exposure down on Pet Island, but I'm telling you, he looked fine. Well, he might have been propofol that he was on. Oh, you think they uh, oh, did I, one I of those conspiracy theories? Uh, well, you know, I'm just saying anything's possible. It could have been way, that he bought his way out. When that for kind those of coin, who don't know, oh, we're talking about stuff. Jeffrey Epstein. And the only way you would know is if you were trapped on an island as somebody's slave for the last couple of years. <laughs> well, Ghislaine would, would know, wouldn't she? Can I talk about slavery for a second? Why, why not, Bob? I, you know, you're not going to sing uh, spirituals, are you? No. Okay, Although... Okay. I'd really love it if you'd sing them out of tune. Tread. Just tread lightly, Bob. Low, <laughs> sweet chariot. As your former radio partner, tread lightly on this topic. On slavery? Oh, no, i got a lot to say about slavery. Well, first off, when conservatives were always talking about how, you know, what the founders intended. We mm-hmm. want to 
stay true to the principles of our founders. And I, I feel like I should always remind them, oh, you mean women are property and so are slaves? <laughs> That's true. And they can't vote and they can't own land. Yeah, yeah. And this is <laughs> what we were founded. Yeah. And so because I've watched Outlander mm-hmm. and I'm now in the middle of this wonderful series called Hell on Wheels. Have you heard mm-hmm. of it? Yes, you've mm-hmm. mentioned it. Actually, I, I think I've mentioned it. You it's did. about yeah. the building of building the, the trans... Uh, oh, the railway. The, yeah. the railroad from the yeah, East yeah. Coast the, to the, the West the Coast. The barons and baron versus baron and the steel guys and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, this started, uh, they started building it in 1867, right yeah. after the Civil War. Uh-huh. The fellow's name was Jediah Bezos. And he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bezos, started in huh? his garage with a little <laughs> toy train. One railroad spike. <laughs> Originally, he was just going to bring books to the West Coast, but in the end, he started oh, with little models called Lionels, and then from Lionels, the models, he made the full-size version. Oh man! So, um, drunk history. Why I bring this up is because it's just as much like today as you can imagine. I mean, the the. Uh, the ecosystem has changed, but human nature and human tribal behavior hasn't. Does not. So the slaves had just been freed, mm-hmm. but it was a little pre-affirmative action. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And, and so the slaves got the crap jobs. Mm-hmm. As uh, did the Chinese. They were digging by hand with picks and shovels. <sighs> to flatten the land for the railroad tracks. And then, you know, they had Irish guys, they had German guys. Cause, Chinese. Uh, there's something else like, I, I, I got to tell all my anti-immigrant friends. Yeah, their parents are all immigrants. That, <laughs> you know, we're all immigrants who yeah. stole the land Unless from the natives. you're Native American, you got no say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so as they're building the railroad, going across the country, and I think they're in the plains of Nebraska in season two, Oh boy. Which is where I'm at now. That's a long season. Um, there were a whole bunch of things that were considered normal at that time. Mm-hmm. One, even though they were free, these slaves, this is pre-Dr. Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, this is, I got enough to suck your sentence, this is never going to get out, Bob, just give me a break. There, in other words, they were they were not slaves in name only. They were still yeah. poor and at the bottom of the food chain. Yeah. And women were still kind of property. Now, chattel. Yeah. As these, as these uh, workers, a couple hundred workers working on the railroad moved, they sort of moved a tent city mm. along with them. That's why they called it Hell on Wheels. Uh, Eventually, they built, started building some cabins and they sort of set up a real town. But you know what was a huge part of every town back then? Uh, bars. Bars. You got bars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, brothels. A whorehouse. Yes. Is what yeah. they affectionately called it. And um, in fact, there were only two or three women in the entire town Oof. that weren't working in that facility. <laughs> it's a lucrative game. <laughs> oh, boy. And there was no, um, just like slavery was like this thing, there was like, there was, let me put it to you this way. Yeah. Where the phrase, grab them by the genitals, and I'm cleaning it up because my stepmom might be listening. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would have got this far, but still. <laughs> Where that phrase comes from is our tribal DNA. That we still, you know, even though we're born into a supposedly more enlightened time and a different set of rules, hmm. the primitive, savage, I believe, that lives in all of us, you guys can jump off this train anytime you want. But. <laughs> <laughs> Get on the Trump train, Trump train. <laughs> well, it's something that we have to work hard to not be. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So true. I mean, Absolutely. Like, 
like pebbles and bam bam is that what you're saying yes. no yeah. well like anger management for one thing well yeah. all of that yeah. in fact there wasn't enough violence the flintstones was really <laughs> sanitized for kids that's right you know i mean they had freaking uh tyrannosaurus rexes you know what doing the dishes for Wilma. <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> Much less serving a Bronto burger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, yeah, so I'm watching all these shows with slavery in them right now, and I feel like I'm watching Fox News. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Well, because the mentality is, we're not going to say it out loud, yes. but we're better. It's implied. Than people that aren't like us. Or is it inferred, yeah. And it's I, called elitism, is it not? Well, it, it's funny. Uh, rednecks who complain about elitism mm -hmm. believe uh, that being a redneck elitist. is elite. That's right. I it's believe that's true. And pride and poverty and blue collar. Uh, yeah. However, here's the thing: when I watch those slaves work, mm -hmm. or the Irish immigrants who were building the railroad, mm -hmm. or the I'm sorry, Germans, but they called them Krauts in 1867. I I didn't know that Kraut was that old. I thought it was a World War II reference. But have Germans always been Krauts? Uh, not in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm quoting a television show. Okay. Um, and was that because of sauerkraut? Or <laughs> I, I should I know. I'm my just, lineage is is totally German. Your lineage Zip is German. You know, Spike is going to join us in a little bit, and he'll yes, know. Let me look it up. Speaking of Aryan poster boys, yeah. Uh, where yeah, exactly? Because I I hope it's not a um, it's not a what do you call a racial. Slur Epithet? to yeah. call a German oh, no. a crowd, is it? It's like, you know, you know it's like a mech, uh, you know, frog, yeah. crowd. I've been called a it's, mech. It's, yeah. Kraut is a German word recorded Kraut. in English from 1918 Kraut. onwards. Ah, I Made popular by Bob Crane before his death. <laughs> now, I found something wrong in this TV show, Hell on Wheels. If they're calling them Krauts, according to Wikipedia, yeah. which is... Totally real because it's on the internet. The arbiter of all things. That came um, from 1918 on, World War I and World War II. Uh, hmm. In earlier meaning in English, it was a synonym for sauerkraut, a traditional central, central and Eastern European so food. It, what you're saying is you found a, not only a continuity issue, but it's period incorrect. It's period incorrect, yeah, because this show, Hell on Wheels, takes place in 1867-ish. Yeah. At the beginning because of the season. all of these series have so many people on the research staff to ferret these things out. They should. I mean, <laughs> the Outlander show is absolutely true to history, and so is The Crown. And where is Outlanders produced, I asked? I don't know. I'm oh. guessing in the UK, where they, they are a little more persnickety about those things. Yeah. I'm disappointed now in this show. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, shall we bring so. in uh, Spike O'Neill? Please. Let's do it. Hang on. The Spike oh. Monster. The Bob and Zip Show with Dan Kelly. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. Uh, actually, maybe you don't know him and you love him just because you love everybody <laughs> unconditionally. It's Spike O'Neill joining the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Hello, Spike. Oh, my skin is crawling. Oh, I love it. Hogan? Is such, such a slur. You guys can't be seriously not having to look that up. It's, I, I was looking it up, so it is a slur. Well, God, yes. Uh, it, it says derogatory World War, World War term. Yes, yeah, well, derogatory term. Hail to the Redskins. Okay. Yeah. Victories. Yeah. They're they finally getting on, that on Sunday, yeah. But I'm watching this show. Have you seen Hell on Wheels? By the way, oh, Hell on Wheels is great. That's one about the uh, the, the West, uh, the train, the real co real company. Yes. Putting so the they call line, the Germans West. Krauts That's in this true. show, which is supposed yeah. to take place right after the Civil War. Uh, that would be the first Civil War. The next one is next <laughs> week. Oh, it took 48 <laughs> seconds to get political, didn't it? And it wasn't even me. It wasn't oh, even man. me this time. Oh. Well, someone asked me, like, could this country have a civil war? And I'm like, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I guess. But how would you, would you just tar and feather the people based on the sign in their front yard? <laughs> That's about right. Ammosexuals uh -huh. have a real, uh, real affinity for how important they are. 
in the world and the and the the the, the growth or uh, future of our country. Mm. They think they're going to be supported by our military and our law enforcement community, and they're not. Who are you talking about now? Amosexuals. Take a what guy ammo? dressed oh, in camouflage. Amosexuals. <laughs> Amosexuals. That's a great term. Um, <laughs> just look look across any polling place next Tuesday. By the way, the can you go to? Hold on. Can you go to Olympia and change your gender to amosexual if you want to? In this state, you can. Thanks, Jay Hensley. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a reference to something that happened in Seattle. By the way, are you familiar with that story, Spike? Oh, the, the, in Washington State, you can go to the state capitol and pick a uh, none of the above for your sexual uh, wow. gender specificity on your bir- retro to your birth certificate. Well, that's asexual to the tenth power. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, I believe we're all uh, rainbow-friendly people, all of us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I am. Um, but, uh, Collect all 12 genders. <laughs> well, tra- tra- don't trade them with your friends. <laughs> Look, like the rainbow, there are an infinite number of colors, and I believe that, I believe on all kinds of human behavior, there's, an, there's a spectrum. Yeah. You know, I'm... Thank pr- you. I, I'm, I'm privy to that, too. What do I you mean? mean? I, I mean, I, I, I agree with that completely. And, and I may or may not have family members that may or may not be choosing their orientation as we speak. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, I've got, I've got daughters. Oh. You know, uh-huh. and, uh, and yeah, I don't know if you, speaking of which, did you guys see the Oreo commercial? No. Have you seen this yet? Is this no. another term like amosexual? Does Oreo no. have some some meaning? <laughs> um, that would have been the Detroit, 20, Bell, two, because 2008, I believe, 2012 campaign. I believe in Hell on Wheels, <laughs> the Oreo was not all allowed with the House of Ill Repute. It was not allowed. No, um, Oreo cookies put a three-minute video together about a girl who comes home to bring her love home to meet the family. Oh. And her love also has a reunion. Is that am I allowed to say that in your podcast? Has a what? He has a what? Vagina. A what? Vagina. She's from Virginia. Oh. <laughs> She's from Virginia. Okay. She's from Virginia. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, so the so girl he, brings she her brings home, home her same sex, uh, like yes. gendered, yes. Uh, yes. partner. And okay. I don't want to give the ending away, but the, the dad doesn't. Uh, dad isn't exactly. I mean, it's not. It's not cruel. So when this is an dad Oreo as a, as cookie Bunker. commercial. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, don't worry about. Um, you know, don't worry about spoiling the ending of a commercial for me because I skipped. Oh, okay, all great. Of them. <laughs> we're never going to get spoiler. We're going to get them as a sponsor. Bob. The dad oh, comes alert. around. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently, he sees her taking the cookie apart and sees her with his with her girlfriend or something. And it really opens dad's eyes or something. No, I'm wow. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, but seriously, <laughs> I didn't know. That could work. So the kids, in other words, come they tiptoe around this very carefully in the Oreo. Well, you know, they they show the dad's uncomfortableness. They paint it very clearly that the mom is embracing the the new girlfriend with sure. open arms and a yeah. hug. The sister comes home to join the family reunion and embraces the new girlfriend with open arms and a hug. Dad is standoffish oh, and it, until and it, she and feeds shown, him an Oreo. No, not at all. Until oh, okay. he see until he sees his next door neighbor shooting dirty looks at his daughter and her girlfriend. Mm. And they close this thing with the girls walking out front, the dad seeing their dad. Should I give away the ending? Because it's a really good ending. Uh, Spoil the commercial. Go ahead. Okay. Um, They've got a white picket fence in the beginning of the the commercial, but not at the end. Does that make sense? Now can you figure it out? Did they paint a rainbow on the fence? The dad did. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm misting up just describing it to you. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, and this is not means... Oreo's first foray into uh, civil liberties or equality. Do you know what that, that one... reminds me of, by the way? Uh, who was the very famous Republican politician? Uh, uh, was it uh, Vice President Dick Cheney? It wasn't his daughter gay? His daughter was gay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. daughter was gay, yeah. It, it, she, is she the same daughter that's now the, the House of Representatives? Yes, I believe. Is, is that the same, is that the same no. Cheney daughter? Uh, I think it. I think it may be. If only Over there were some kind of interplanetary network <laughs> that could tell us when kraut became offensive. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, and Liz Cheney switched to steak. Who knows? <laughs> now that is a really, really touching commercial, though. God, I wish I'd written that. Uh, Mary it, Cheney it's, it's is beautiful. the younger daughter of Dick oh. Cheney. Mary's the is the is the gay girl. Okay, because Liz, I believe, is the. Uh, oh is no, the, Liz Cheney is the elder daughter. Right. That's that's she held several positions in the US State Department during the George Bush administration, been politically active on behalf of the Republican Party, and is a co founder 
of Keep America Safe, and she's known for her hawkish foreign policy views. She doesn't sound gay so far, so let me go to no, the well, other no. sister. Mary Cheney is the gay one, then, from what oh, okay. you're reading me. And Liz Cheney, she's in the House of Reps. I'm not, if I'm not, I'm not sure how old that that Wikipedia entry is. That's the thing. They don't but, date them half the time. Well, that's that's well, that's because they're uncomfortable uh, well, with the yeah. whole vibe. Mary Cheney has been with her wife, Heather Poe, since go. 1992. Okay, yeah. And Liz Cheney represents Wyoming in the U.S. House of Representatives. Right. And oh, Dick okay. Cheney ended up placing the heart support of a beast for same-sex marriage as he painted his white picket fence a rainbow color <laughs> and inspired Dick house. the yeah. Oreo commercial. 7,000 linear miles of Wyoming fence is now rainbow painted <laughs> around Dick Cheney's palatial ranch. Not the one on Mexico, there isn't. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be uh, an awesome... Anyway, or, by Oreo. the way, if you wanted to make the border wall bipartisan... Make it a rainbow wall. <laughs> Make it a rainbow wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Slide down the rainbow, Mexicali Rose. Let's go. Um, That's fascinating. Well, Oreo is being boycotted by the million mom whatever. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a conservative action committee type group, which is really just two uptight old windbags, <laughs> dust bags, yes. who claim they're the million mom march or some crap like that. Oh, hmm. yeah. One million moms demand Oreo boycott over rainbow cookies. Oh, yeah, some some actual settling of moms may occur. Not really one million moms involved. <laughs> wow. Oh, I, right I want to watch package. the commercial now. But I'm <laughs> gonna look at the small print on their package. Oh. That's wow, brilliant, Spike. I want to read it from Fox News. Hold on, I'm scrolling. Oh well, down. then you know it's the straight and narrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, that gets credit right there. You know what? Fox is not on this. You <laughs> think? Uh, factcheck.org weighs in on the Trump Oreo boycott. Donald Trump says he's never eating another Oreo again. Oh, yeah, okay, good. Because the parent company is closing a factory in Chicago and they're moving to Mexico. Right. That's why. <laughs> How old's that story? Wow, that uh, that's an old story. That's 2015. Yeah. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, that's way, that's way back. How can he boycott yeah, him if he hasn't had one since 2015? I'm sure that fat bastard's got Oreo crumbs all inside those, those <laughs> choppers, man. He's got a McFlurry bedside every night. He, he's got his own machine. Oh, wait a minute. I so think they, it's the McDonald's sponsored the, the Lincoln bedroom. They have rainbow Oreos on this news story, too. Did they make oh, yeah. all the different colors? That's what I'm saying. This is not Oreo's first soiree into civility and equal equal treatment. Equality. Soiree or word. foray? <laughs> okay. Soiree, foray. It's a, it's a party once the Oreos come out. And I mean that. Come out. I mean that. Really. So uh, the way, <laughs> the way I thought of talking about this was that a radio uh, host, who's a, a friend of mine, I really like the guy, um, was suspended for three weeks in Seattle. Oh, yeah. For making what they're calling a transphobic tweet. Um, and he and I didn't talk about it at all, but he, they let him back on the air. Yeah, he, and he apologized. Eh. He made a public apology. So I love Dory. Because it was a homophobic tweet. I love Dory, but it was a really, it was a non-apology apology. Well, duh. You got to keep that, you know, torch-bearing crowd of his happy. Yeah. I mean, the headline says, so let, let me say what he said, first of all. Oh, you may know this story better than I do. So. I, I know the story very well. Okay, go ahead. I've been in all touch right. with their their um, management about it. Did you try to get position. his job? Hell no. Oh. Well, because he knew he wasn't coming. He's their number one breadwinner. He could literally yeah. eat a baby in Pioneer Square <laughs> and keep his freaking job. Could he eat a baby and shoot someone with Donald Trump on Fifth Avenue? He would have to eat a Mexican baby on Cinco de Mayo to pull it off. But he could do it. Well, they couldn't find his parents to send him home. What was he to do? <laughs> I'm laughing on the outside. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't worry. We're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you. It's okay then. Well, so all right, all right. Tell the story. So what? It, what? What was his his tweet? Do you, I have it in front of me? If you don't remember. So it. let me paint. Let me set the stage first. It was okay. a gubernatorial debate, and um, the the Republican candidate is a one time mayor of a town of sixteen hundred people, the chief of a one man police force. Mm. That's the Republican candidate for governor in Washington. I swear to God, I and mean, he's he could be a decent guy. My personal opinion is he's he's openly anti-mask, anti-science, open up the country. <sighs> he's tied at the hip to, to Donald Trump, and that's who? that's not Dory? a bad thing. No, the, 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 the culp 
Um, what's his first name? Anyway, the gov- the gubernatorial candidate, the Republican. Oh, the Republican gubernatorial candidate. Yeah, I heard it, about it this was, guy. He's never going to win. So I, it was, I it was cult. Yeah, yeah. It was the govern the gubernatorial debate between two term seeking a third term, Jay Inslee, the guy that ran for president on the um, environment clause and got one percent of the vote. Yeah. Um, well, so he's running as he a can win. It's just going to take a hundred oh, years for global warming to get him up there. To get him to get that that yeah. second, third, fourth percentage point. Yeah. yeah. His polls rise faster than glaciers sink. So, um, anyway, these two were in the debate, and Inslee said something about science. Him, his being a science-based platform. Washington is a state that believes and governs and sets policy based on science. Mm. And Dory sent fired off the the tweet you have in front of you. Okay, I have it in front of me. The tweet said, "Inslee, we follow science in Washington." The state where I could go to Olympia tomorrow and change my birth certificate to say I was a girl on October 2nd, 1961. Let me make a note. That story's birthday. <laughs> and then he just wrote, ha, 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 ha. And that was taken by the gay community and the liberal community to be a slam on people's orientation rights. And what's interesting about this, by the way, guys, he's a, he's a long, I mean, he's a lifer. He's been on the air as long as I have in Spike. In Seattle, maybe a couple of years longer. Yeah, and I think so. He's he's a pretty good guy. I mean, to me, he's been wonderful. He's the type of guy that, when I was thinking about moving our show to a talk show, yeah, he spent like an hour with me and gave me all kinds of pointers, and you know, so we we've been friends. And his wife's wonderful, and his daughters are wonderful. But he's also one of these people, and we all know someone like this mm-hmm. that. You know, you got you're on a talk radio show, and there are no fat cat talk radio liberals. No, and, and so, and and I've you know I was a conservative. Remember me as a conservative, Spike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, you gotta go there. There's weapons of mass destruction. You gotta well, stop well, that Saddam Hussein. The anyway. difference was you you did things from a common sense. You weren't bombastic. You weren't hyperbolic. Well. And it wasn't why I'm retired and, now, and, and we're and talking you, and, and trading when I'm for maple yeah. syrup and rainbow flavored Oreos. <laughs> what what a, what a plan we put together! Yeah. I'm mowing lawns <laughs> for eight bucks a day. That's what I'm saying. So I, I I mean I don't mind I don't mind Republicans. I've been one, uh, but he start he started to get bombastic, and his pol- his politics are pretty conservative. Yeah. Now, he's also very good. I mean, he's clever. He's Bombast is easy, though, Bob, to a degree. It is. Is it? Yeah. If you're going to, yeah. I think being subtle and, 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 and uh, efficient. Thoughtful. And thoughtful. Well, and inclusive deep. and you know, deep, yeah. Uh, because, yeah. It, you know, bombast is just uh, icing on the cake. It's just superficial. It has no depth. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, I mean seriously, let me tell you, because oh, I've been you listening to him the last couple of years. You he's haven't a, listened in a while. He's a really, he's the highest ratings on the station. He's great. And by the way, there ain't no way he's anti-gay. He's just not. Ain't no way he's anti-gay. Yeah, Listen tomorrow right. morning. <laughs> but that see, if you but, don't have that every fifteen minutes, you're missing yeah. the boat. But yeah. when you or the say, ferry, when you say something like this that they can <laughs> grab and go viral with, yeah, boom. So he was also the Seahawks pregame and postgame radio shows. Oh, I don't know well, if that's see, see, ever come. Well, that is where the crack in the dam occurred, right? Do because tell. the Seahawks and the NFL in general have taken such a civil responsibility yeah. perspective yeah. and the Seahawks have like, you know 40 some players have yeah. taken this pledge of equality kind of thing mm-hmm. so the yeah. Seahawks were the first ones to kick them to the curb and by the way and, the and newly con the brand new conscience of the NFL that they didn't have yeah the past few years yeah well Colin none of us did yeah. come on come on none of us did I, mean, I hate people have to go back and have to apologize for crap they said in the 70s Oh, you're going to hate I, me I, apologizing I, 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 for slavery and taking all <laughs> being the illegal I, immigrants that stole this I, whole country. Then I got yeah. in a debate with somebody on Facebook that I've known for 30 years in this town that we worked. Why? We not not worked with, mm. but we were our our paths professionally crossed numerous times, Bob. Mm. And he he totally called me out as a racist. Oh my god! Huh? I mean me. And, 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 you know, I got a black friend. I'm not a racist. You know, you know it, wasn't, it wasn't like that bad. But he, he literally said, and it was a guy that our show had crossed paths with numerous times. Yeah. He was in the promotions game. Was he right? 
Um, no. Well, we're all um, racist. Like, I, no- I noticed your show had seven or eight people on it at any one time and not a black one. I noticed your band has seven people in it and not a black one. And I'm like, are you f- freaking kidding me? That's because the host me? didn't have any black friends. <laughs> well, or no, for a white guy, I have a friend. token black friend. Let's be fair. And, and yeah. we're, well, he, we're going to have well, to invite him on the podcast, by the way, because he's a cool well, he, dude. He had said, you know, you used to do these these voices that were racist as hell. And people, some people, I guess, thought they were funny. And we did. We did, you know, the black yeah. janitor. We did the yeah. black basketball player. We did the <laughs> Fat Albert tribute. Yeah. You know, I we remember had a, Bill Hey, Cosby. we had a traffic reporter called Rachel Slur. What can I say? <laughs> oh, my God. That is really, is that real? Oh, my God. That is the is it real? Is it real, Ed? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I oh think my so. God. I think that it was, was in Canada. Greatest. That's yeah. funny. We used to do us. We did deeba de heba boo, but we did all that Sonics, you know, former Sonic well, Lucius Parquet. And then there's Don Imus who had uh, Shecky Bahuti, the wacky packy. Oh my God! So you know, yeah. and, and those days, you know, you could perpetuate we, stereotypes. Yes. You could, you know, we weren't woke yet. We weren't know? woke. Good point. I mean, and I'll, and I'll eat that crow all day long. Yeah, like I say, but, we're but all racist. You know, but aren't you glad no... we got paid while we were still able to do that <laughs> stuff? Ass, buddy. Off the that's backs of hate. That's how I kept Mabel around the house to clean and do the dishes. Oh and my and god! Raise my youngins. Mabel, you no, right. another black label. So no, uh, Mabel was a white lady. You racist son of a bitch! Thanks so much that? for playing along. I told you right we're right all racist. Greedy hands. See, right that was in your head, hands. my friend. That's right. Uh, we are anyway. a tribal species. Let's just say it that way. And just the way um, Seattle Seahawks fans hated the Oakland Raiders. They're not Oakland anymore, right? No, Vegas Raiders now. That's yeah. the smartest movie in the But, ever but, made, but this is football itself is a, is a acting out of our tribal instincts. Oh, God, yeah. What do we do? We uh, push each other further away into the other person's territory and take it over. Well, George and, Carlin's take on baseball versus football is is, is genius. Hmm. It's a war. It's a territorial acquisition. Defense, offense. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Baseball. We're going home. Yeah. Yay, we're going home. <laughs> That's a so, great I mean, bit. Listen to I George Carlin's that, baseball yeah. football bits. It's, it's one of the all-time great observations, yeah. observational humor. Okay. So let me f- let me just say what I wanted to say about Dory. He probably will never get a chance to hear this. Oh, I'm sending him this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I love the guy. Uh, and so I was concerned when he was off the air. But then I thought the same thing Spike did. He's he's the cash cow on the radio station. Yeah, he's not going to lose his job. I don't know about the Seahawks. They should bring him back, but I thought he should do a real apology. And I heard his apology. I don't know if I have it written down. Another non-apology was it? It was not bad, but he didn't say I'm sorry. What he basically said is, I could care less. He even used the phrase, I could care less what gender someone wants to be. I was criticizing the governor, basically. Mm. But see, when you use a phrase like, I could care less, every dog that hears a whistle hears that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. And, every... you know, he did, and I felt like he was protecting his conservative base mm. by using the phrase, I could care less, and not saying, you know what, I have friends all over the spectrum. I love mm-hmm. people no matter what. I'm, and by the way, he calls himself a libertarian, which is, uh, you know, like a Republican. That's a strategic uh, stance. I, I think so. Yeah. Because a libertarian well, would absolutely come out and say, no, no, no. Uh, for any of my audience who doesn't think it's okay to be gay, I'm not with you. But what he said is my tweet didn't hit the mark. Or the Adam or the Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. Didn't hit the Pat. (laughs) Didn't hit the Chris. Yeah. And and he apologized for anyone who was hurt by what he said and that that wasn't his intention. And that's, you know, I apologize to how hard it was on our sponsors. Yes, he apologized for the sponsors. You know, I mean, that's where you lost me. There's a conscience. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I accept full responsibility for how hard it was on our sponsors. Yeah. That's on me. Now, to be fair. So if you still need a gutter helmet or invisible fence, <laughs> don't let my homophobic slurs stop you from finding the number one invisible fence provider in the great Northwest, invisiblefence.com. By the way, we're total hypocrites because uh, yes. we wanted that gutter helmet 
<laughs> oh, you bet your ass. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, here's what he wrote. Uh, I was on Twitter and I wrote a comment about what I saw as a disconnect between what Jay Inslee calls science and the way Washington State allows a person to change the sex on their birth certificate decades after they were born. Mm-hmm. He said it, it was painful for some of our listeners and many in the Twitter sphere for that. Like I said on the air the day after the tweet, I apologize. And on that Thursday, I said, I'm sorry. That was not where I was going. That was not my intent on that. Hours before that show, I shared a more personal apology by phone with a couple I know who was angry because they have a transgender adult adult child. And again, he said, I... Uh, Oh, he, they took this part out. The Seattle Times didn't post the I could care less part. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Right, right. See, and that's the thing I hate about media these days is that, and it's probably always been like this. Oh, should we put that word in? No, I think what you got there is just fine. Uh, you know, we do some business with Cairo and we don't want to get on the wrong side of God here. Well, speaking yeah. of God, you, you don't. They didn't. They didn't leave out his, his as a Christian part of his apology. Oh yeah, he and said. I, and I don't mean. And I'm not going to get slammed for. He said, as a Christian, he was beliefs. praying for everybody. I pray for mm. forgiveness if my words caused you pain. Mm. I'm praying that each of us. Oh, here is the rest of it. It was way thought. down below the fold yeah. on the internet. There's a fold too. Just like a page. <laughs> page. He said yeah. I was Do- making fun of transgender people, which, honest to goodness, didn't even cross my mind. People called me transphobic. Websites called me transphobic. The truth is, the truth. I couldn't care less if an adult wants to adopt a different gender. Seattle, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Dory. Huge fan, first time caller. We've got Dorinda on line five. Yeah. And so if I was crafting a very thoughtful apology, I don't think I'd throw the phrase I couldn't care less in. But he's doing it to right. be he's doing it to be controversial yep. and to dog whistle for all his hom- homophobic friends. He won't that, lose a single listener over this. No. And the advertisers will come back cuz he sells a hell of a gutter helmet. As a Christian, I pray for forgiveness <laughs> if my words caused you pain. <laughs> yeah. I'm praying that each of us uses diversity of thought to get to a greater strength. Ah. But the LGBTQ community in Seattle was not happy with Dory's apology. No, they no. didn't like they it. They insist Dory appear on next season's RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> as Dorinda McGee. Yeah. yeah. But I'm happy. I do love the guy, and I'm happy he didn't lose his job. I, I don't believe people oh God, should I'm, I'm with you. lose their job for saying something stupid. I really think he should say, you know what? I said something that was kind of stupid. I didn't mean it that I way. I really, I, I bought a case of the rainbow Oreos. You're right, Bob. Yeah. An ounce of contrition will buy you a gallon of, of forgiveness. You know. you bet. We and, love a fixer up or in maple this syrup. Too. One of the other. We, we <laughs> love to, we love to tear somebody down and, and rebuild them anew in this country. Yeah, we That's love a, a broken hero. You know, Tony Soprano, Walter White, you name it. Hey, don't them. give me that shit. That's I'm true. in the ground already. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. You guys win. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, Tony oh, Soprano. Man. Isn't that a shame that he passed away so young? Oh, Gandolfini was just a genius. <clears throat> and, and I couldn't understand. I he worked out all the time. He was perfectly yeah. fit. <laughs> so I was well, the picture of fitness. Was. I had a six-pack. It was Stroh's. <laughs> yeah. Every night, Carmella would bring it in. <laughs> you get your own goddamn beer, Tony. One for you. Say one of your commands to bring it to you. There you go. One for you, Spike. Thanks very much. One for you, Bob. Why'd you shake it up before you brought him in? You monkey! I hey, saw Paulie. Come Pauly. over there and take this. This isn't a salami I'm dealing with. <laughs> I saw Paulie at the SAG Awards, and he was just a prick. Oh, Paulie Walnuts? Oh. Yes. Oh, I love him. He was a prick. He was a total prick. So he was just having a, oh, having words with some guy in the bathroom. I thought, Jesus, this guy's playing a little too close to character. Uh, wow. Well, is the tips on the end of your shoes. What they call them? You know, they get covered in urine. They're fifty. <laughs> Remember that episode? That was gross. Jeez. I think he saw this. A few uh, times. <laughs> I still love the fact that Spike, that you, you kept saying to me, you gotta watch The Sopranos. Gotta it's watch incredible, Sopranos, man. Oh man, <laughs> should be on the History Channel. It's so. Have accurate. you have you yeah, seen it, Bob? It <laughs> Did he ever watch it? 
Who me? <laughs> he did. Yeah. No, I I started like halfway in. Yeah. Which is the great time to start binge watching because you can you know, you yeah. can you can watch the show the way um, Prince right. did. Propanol. <laughs> Did I say I it right? Double that album last night. I, I think it's propofol. Propofol. Propane. He smoked it all, man. He didn't care. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I snorted it, smoked it, whatever. All right, uh, you guys. Uh, propanol. Propanol. <laughs> oh, that's just over. <laughs> Hope I get to wake up from the goddamn propanol. Propofol. Propofol. Whatever. That's even better. Oh, I got to throw in a Prince twisted tune. All right, guys. Love it. Thank you so much, Spike. A pleasure. You want to be Tuesday or Thursday, whichever day you want. You just let us know. Tuesday or Thursday. I don't know. Let me check with my parole officer. What's that good day, you idiot? My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Okay, I looked through the archives. I couldn't find a Prince parody. But here's a classic that Spike did back when I was a conservative. The Middle Eastern world is near exploding. Accusation promises broken. They say we've got these chemicals that's been verboten yet uncle sam won't rest the sodoms hanging by his scrotum and even the kids at home they think it's all about cheap petroleum so we'll tell you over and over and over again you win but you don't believe we got no weapons of mass destruction The folks from the UN, they keep expecting, but all the stuff we had, they're not detecting. We give you great excuses, but uh, you keep rejecting. The only thing we got here now is PDs for protection. And if we had those bombs before, we got no recollection, but we'll tell you. no weapons here why don't you look in china and send those troops and ships back home to carolina there's nothing but sand here it's just a quiet place and every time we take a dump you can see from outer space you're pounding on your desktop george just a big disgrace and if you kill my camera i just have to walk every place besides everywhere i look now i see you are sad of face so i Tell you over and over and over again, you end. But you don't believe we got no weapons of mass destruction. Oh no, you don't believe we got no weapons of mass destruction. Except for the, the BB gun there, which I just closed earlier. I told you all about that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>